Hello. Hello. Welcome to Our Weird Life, Joe. I don't want to worry you, but it is episode 13. Why would that worry me? Because it's, it's, it's an unlucky number for some. Not for you. Not for me. It's never been an unlucky number for you. No. It's quite the opposite. It's my lucky number. Yeah. You very much like the number 13. Yeah. But maybe it's not a lucky one for you because your your poor little throat is a hurting. Yeah. I'm not my usual perky self today, Jack. Oh, no. Does that mean I've got to hold up the, uh, the perky side of the fort? <laughs> I mean... I think I'm still joyous to be around. I just don't sound very good. Oh. Um, I kind of sound like, well, I just have a cold. Well, I have like a cold and a bit of a sore throat, so. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, but some people like that kind of husky sound. I literally sound like I've been smoking or something. You do. But some people like that. Well, you've got that kind of voice anyway, I think. Do you? you? you you've already got like a, a little... Like a smoky kind of voice, you know. Do you think? I do, yeah. So it's just accentuated by your lack of voice now. Do I sound like a man? No, of course you don't sound like a man. <laughs> like <laughs> a manly tone. Um, no, but you know you know that episode of Friends where she tries to get a cold? I always think that's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to sound like the, the husky voice. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, surely that wouldn't work. She would just... Because she hangs her head out the window, doesn't she? Phoebe. I'm about Phoebe. Yeah. Do you think eventually your your voice will um, disappear? Like, what, like what, I mean, you'll lose your voice. What with this? Yeah. Cold. Um, I don't know because I do talk a lot anyway, mm. like day to day. Like even today, Jack he kept saying to me, "Like Jody, please." You need to rest your voice. And I'm like, la. Well, because like, you kept singing all the time. Like, <laughs> I do. I like singing. I you can't need to help conserve it. it. I know, but I've got some marshmallows here. Can I try one? Yes. They're really cute. Jack bought them in the other day when I was at work. Little hamster design. They're not hamster. It's got a hamster on it. Clearly a cat. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Clearly a cat. Oh, okay. I thought it was a hamster. Does it say Nico? Pretty cute little design. Uh, I can't see no, it from here. No, no, no. I'm looking for where it says Nico. I don't think it says Nico. Oh my god. What does it smell like? It smells so good. Yeah, it's it's a cat, and then inside it has little paw prints. Very cute. It's so Japan. Let's try one. Oh, it smells good. Oh, listen to that. <laughs> Sorry, this packet's going to drive you mad listening to this. Oh, I like listening to Gucci packets. It's my hobby. I do. The other day I put this um, video on my Instagram and I was taking an individual marshmallow out of a very small packet and I got so many messages, people being like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Well, Isn't that weird? I mean, yes and no, because this uh, ASMR thing has become very popular over the past few years, hasn't it, really? Mm. So for anyone that doesn't know ASMR... Is do you remember what it stands for, Joe? Or um, audio? Shall we have a look? Sensory. A S. I don't know. M R meaning. These aren't that sweet, are they? So ASMR stands for autonomous sensory meridian response. Okay, I got one word. Uh, <laughs> also known as a brain massage. So it's basically people who. They whisper into a microphone or they eat food or they like crinkle uh, paper or they do something that's got a very distinctive sound, mm. very up close into a microphone. Mm -hmm. And then people listen to it for relaxation purposes or fall well, asleep. Yeah, to fall asleep. Mm. Whatever purposes you might need that <laughs> for anything else, I don't know. Yeah. But it's become very popular. So I saw um, really weird ones on YouTube. Such as what? I saw one. The other day, someone must have been talking about it. Mm. So I've got a marshmallow in my mouth. I can hear it. It's very ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so many people have gone. <laughs> oh, ooh. <laughs> Sound like you stepped in a sloppy puddle. <laughs> yeah, I finished. <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so this one, it, it's at a dentist. Okay. 
So it's a girl and she, um, her whole channel is ASMR, but she does it in different scenarios. Mm. So this one, she's at the dentist. Um, so you're the patient and she's like going up to the screen, like with the tools and like making all the, sounds. all the tools. Yeah. And being like, open wide. <laughs> yes, I want to have a look at your cavities. There's something a bit like sexual about it, really. That is borderline sexual, isn't it? But I think that it's because it's like a whisper. Mm. So it sounds more sexual, maybe. Very whisper. But if the doctor said to you, open your mouth, I want to look at your cavities. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh, sexual. But it's because she's like, <laughs> open your mouth, let me look at your cavities. It's like, yeah. It sounds like more sedu- um, suggestive, seductive. I don't know. Yeah. Open your mouth, let me look at your cavities. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be like, all right, don't come on to me that fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I can imagine that uh, that veers into some unusual territory. Is there anything that you think that you'd like the sound of? Because I mm. really don't like the sound of people eating. I think I have the opposite of ASMR. Yeah. Well, I don't. You don't have ASMR, do you? You ASMR. That's just an experience, isn't it? Yeah. But I have. um, It's not misophonia. It's something like that. Right. Can you have a look? I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, of course. But it's like a hatred of sound. (laughs) Is literally the the description of it. Yeah, I've got to say, I share your uh, passion with the the sound of people eating. I'm just. I'm very sensitive. To sound and smells, actually. I'm just very sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm incredibly sensitive to sound. Yeah. Oh, you were correct. It is misophonia. It is misophonia, I thought so. so. Apparently it's a disorder, so you have a disorder. (laughs) I've never been diagnosed, (laughs) by the way. This is just, I read it, I was like, I have that. Here we go. (laughs) Let's diagnose you. Misophonia, a disorder which means sufferers have a hatred of sounds such as eating, Chewing, loud breathing, or even repeated pen clicking. It was first named in 2001, so it's very pretty recent. Mm. (laughs) What's the worst thing to you then? Is it is it just eating in general? Is it eating a certain kind of thing? Because I have something, a particular food. I know what it is. Gone cereal. Oh, good god! Crack out the cornflakes and. Stick some earplugs in because... I, <laughs> I was going to say, what do you mean? You don't like it? Crack out the cornflakes. Oh, that is the worst. There's something sloppy. really sloppy and mm. disgusting about people eating cornflakes. Yeah. And it grinds my gears. It grinds my gears. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. There is something. Just close your mouth. Let's close your damn mouth. It's like... You always make a sound to an extent. But there's no, there's yeah. no human, I think, that exists who can eat... Uh, Totally silently without making mm. a noise. But it's just the the lack of care that some people have to to try and disguise it remotely. That's the most infuriating part about it. Mm, I think I'm overly sensitive to it, though. Yeah. Like, literally, someone will go, and I'll just, like, immediately look at them <laughs> and be like, what Ooh, what's that? Don't be so rude. How's <laughs> <laughs> your turn mouth? Yeah, so I think I have. And I'll I'll hear things as well that other people don't hear. Yeah. Like I'll be I'll be sitting with you or something like, can you hear that? What was that? Don't I? You I are do very that. perceptive to, to sound in particular. The time. I'll be looking around at the ceiling like, what, what? I can't hear anything. For ages as well. I'll be like, Jack, listen. Literally <laughs> listen. You'll hear it. And you're like, can't hear anything. I'm like, shh, <laughs> listen. Yeah. You were... Uh, very sensitive to sound. You were... Uh, what's got really good hearing? A bat. A rabbit. A rabbit, oh yeah. Okay. You were a rabbit in a former life Mm -hmm. because you can hear all the wildlife around us. I'm very um, sensitive to it. I'm ready. I'm ready to like You're ready for the attack, aren't you? No, to flee. To flee. Rabbit wouldn't attack. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Rabbit would be like, see you later, pal. I'm getting eaten today. Yeah, that's true. No, I can hear everything. Like the other day, there was like um, a tiny bug. In our room, do you, do you remember? Oh, yeah. And we could hear this, like, scratching, because obviously we have paper all around our house. I haven't said this, have I already? Not I'm aware of. We have, obviously, paper windows, and I could hear this, like, scratching on the paper. And I was surprised you heard it, actually. You said it kept you awake. But then the next night, I was like, shh, listen, it's back. Yeah. The problem is, those sounds, they really play on your mind. 
the I day. remember the, the following night after a really disturbed sleep from hearing this constant clicking and like dropping sound. Because these particular kind of bugs that were annoying us at the time, they're like mini crickets, aren't they? Yeah. And they jump really quickly and, and quite fast. And they're, very, they're like, they're black, they're jet black, but their bodies are really small, but they still have like, they have really, really long antennae. Yeah. And like cricket legs. <laughs> so one of those was hopping around in the middle of the night and kept us awake. And so the following night, I was convinced that I could just hear it all mm. the time. And it must have taken me a good hour to an hour and a half to actually go to sleep. Very, very annoying. But yeah, sound is um, it's strange how it affects you, isn't it, sound? Yeah. Um, so, so there's nothing in particular that annoys you with food or it's just, it's just like a generic kind of people not taking care of the way that they're it's, producing it. doesn't them. have to be food. No. It could be anything. The problem with sound is that... <laughs> the problem with sound, <laughs> with hearing little noises, is that it depends how active your imagination is, I think. Yeah. Because you can hear a sound and it is whatever you want it to be. You can literally turn that sound into whatever you want. You know, like, we hear, often hear, like, rustling in the leaves around up by our house. In my head, it's like, it's something terrible. Like, no, it's right. never like a mouse or like something small. I'm always like, it's a bear. <laughs> it's like a huge deer or there's a man outside. Like, it's never anything. Like, <laughs> so we got burgled in Japan, um, like the first week that we got here. That's a whole other story. We're absolutely fine. Everything's fine. But the week after that happened... Every minuscule sound that that happened in our house, I would not let it go. I ha I woke Jack up and was like, check, check, check. I think rightly so, but it definitely played on our minds. Mm, but it, it happened for ages until this man was arrested, <laughs> where I could sleep soundly. Yeah, but there was like. All through the winter, we've, there's a big tree over our house and acorns drop off it, leaves drop off it. Um, sometimes animals, I think, jump down from there. Snow falls from the tree, which is a big one because that's really loud thud. And I will <laughs> always wake Jack up and be like, What's that? There's something in there, there's something in the other room. And oh gosh, it's a uh, Being so um, close to nature, mm -hmm. you know, surrounded by mountains and trees and, and, what, and not wildlife and stuff. Um, and having such thin walls, it's impossible to not let your imagination run away, though, isn't it? Mm. I remember the one time we stayed awake because we were convinced that there was like a monkey or something <laughs> roaming around outside, that, or a bear. Yeah, or... There was, there was like rustling yeah. outside, and obviously it could be anything, but um, yeah, I think we thought it was a deer because it sounded so loud and big. It sounded big, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it happened so so often but not so much now i, I think, think it's one now. of the uh really weird things about japan actually is um as the seasons change the sounds around you change dramatically too that's true you know we've just come from the summer where there's cicadas buzzing away <laughs> almost non-stop throughout yeah. the night um and throughout the day and then that suddenly just drops off mm. and that changes into more like you can hear more birds. A lot of rain. A lot of rain. And then you get to the winter and barring when it snows, it is silent. Yeah, it's dead silent. Yeah. You can go outside and you just hear nothing. Yeah. Kind of amazing. It is incredible, really. And I think that's why it makes it more scary when you do hear a sound because we are quite secluded it's not like we live in a big city where there's always cars going past or like you know you can hear ambulances and things like that it's literally after after six o'clock you don't hear anything yeah. very rarely a car will drive past I mean you would hear it on this podcast if there was any noise because that the walls are so thin and the <laughs> <laughs> we have paper windows. Yeah. So you would hear it. Um, 
so the fact that you don't just like what you can hear now is what we can hear so every now and again there's like a bang or an animal or something and you immediately like what's that like it can't be like another human being because it's so secluded you know well i know usually when uh, a stick or a what you call it a twig falls off the tree oh god it sounds like a bloody bowling ball's on, been dropped on the roof. Mm. So Even loud. when it rains, like, I really love the sound of rain and I don't mind it at all when it's, like, hitting the roof. Um, but last night I was on the phone to my mum. She was like, what is that noise? <laughs> I'm like, she's like, you got the tumble dryer on or something. I'm like, no, it's the rain on the roof. And she was like, God, it's noisy. It makes me realise, back in the UK, how shut off you are from the mm. sounds that are outside. Most of the time, I mean, you uh, half the time, would you even know what the sounds of outside where you live were, you know? It's funny you say that because I remember when I was a kid, we didn't have double glazed mm. windows. Yeah. And I used to love the sound of like the rain and the birds. And but when I was a kid, I was always like, oh, because it was so cold without the double glazing. <laughs> and um, and I, I never really liked it. It was so noisy. I could never sleep. Yeah. But then when we had the double glazing, it was it cut out so much of the noise. But then it almost did like a reverse thing for me where I was like, I missed the sounds that I'd had before. Like you feel like you're deprived of those noises. Yeah. Now. And that's what I feel like living here. It's kind of like living in a tent. Yeah. Like absolutely. you can hear all your surroundings, which I really, really love because... Yeah. That's one thing I love about camping. It's so relaxing in the morning when you can hear the rain on the tent or you can hear the birds in the morning. It's just nice. It gives you a sense of the time of day and, like you said, the season. And Yeah, most of the time it's very relaxing. And actually, you said to me earlier, what kind of sound would I like to hear? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's running water because we have a water channel that passes on the back of our house, mm-hmm. which is you know connected to, our, to where we sleep. And the sound of that water running down there is, I find it very relaxing. So it's yeah, probably something true. to do with water or like you say, rain. Rain is, if you listening to rain on a roof or a, as you said, a tent or something, that could send me asleep. Yeah. Send me asleep, to sleep. Yeah. Very and quickly. it's nice actually that we have that little waterfall behind our house. I always forget about it, but then when people come here, they're like, what's that noise? Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's the... The water behind the house. And yeah. Then they're like, oh, it's quite nice, actually. I think every now and again, I don't think it's flowing right now as strong as it usually is. But usually I can, can hear, hear it now. Thing. You can hear it if you listen really carefully. Can you? Oh, you're correct. You hear it, like, murmuring yeah. in the background. Very slightly. I don't know if, like, you can hear it, you can hear it listening, but <laughs> we can hear it. Yeah, it is there <laughs> in the background. I'm going to have yeah. another one of these... Uh, Marshmallow. Marshmallows. I can't eat too many sweets. I, my teeth are so sensitive. Again, something else I'm sensitive about. Mm. <laughs> you want one? No, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. They were very nice, though. They were? They're good for hot chocolates. We need to try some uh, Halloween sweets from Japan, don't we? Yes, I, I'd like to do that this week. Let's do it. But I don't think, I don't think they're going to taste that strange or that different. Well, they usually have um, they have those purple Kit Kats. They're pretty nice. They're really nice. They're like What's I think the they're apple like apple pie flavor, but they don't taste like apple pie. They taste like a little bit tangy. But they also do sweet potato everything. Uh, so you know how like I think usually people have like pumpkin everything pumpkin pie or pumpkin the pumpkin spice latte at starbucks here they just do like red potato everything sweet potato sorry sweet potato everything yeah it seems very popular doesn't it yeah they love sweet potato and it's so funny because i never really drank starbucks before i came to japan so this year i was really looking forward to seeing what they had and um, I went on to the Starbucks like Instagram and it was like, it was like autumn flavoured latte. And it's like, they don't do the pumpkin spice latte thing. I was like, oh, I really want to try it because everyone goes on about it and I've never tried it. Yeah. And they don't have it. And then I found like a meme that was like, you thought Japan was going to come out with <laughs> pumpkin spice latte this year. Yeah. Nice one, grandma. It was like, because <laughs> they just... <clears throat> 
like every year you think they're gonna bring it out and they don't they just have another strange flavor or something that's not that good like we had one the 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 other day we had one a few months ago Mm. and it was it was in the summer i remember because it was like lemon and cold brew it was like coffee and the weirdest combination of flavors ice lemon like a sorbet it was disgusting yeah like a lemon sorbet and a strong black coffee yeah, cold. It was cold. vile. Like, what a honestly. Weird mix. Yeah, like you'd think it'd be like lemon and Coke, like lemon and cola. Mm. No, it was <laughs> Not at all. disgusting. I was like, have you tried this? I felt like going back and being like, have you have you tasted this? <laughs> Who tried this and said, yeah, that's fine? Yeah, yeah. It tasted like cleaning product. The taste testers were definitely out that day. Yeah. Someone came up with it, like it sounded good. So, yeah, throw it together lemon, coffee, let's go. Yeah, and the, the 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 flavors here are quite subtle usually, so you don't really taste doesn't really taste it very much. But that was like ugh. that was that was too much of it. You had well. a peach one once. Was that nice? Um, I think did you peach? Maybe not. I don't remember that. Mm. But Japan has got this weird thing about it'll introduce something that's really good, like a food or. You know, it could be anything. And then they'll take it away. And they'll take it away. Yeah. You'll you'll go back to get it and it'll be gone. And you they will never ever see it again. Mm, they so. definitely have this like limited time thing. I, I think it's for the seasons. Yeah, but even so, I mean, the, the following year, they don't, they make something new, don't they? Yeah, they, they don't make follow up with the same new. thing. Yeah, that's right. So there's, there's like a, an air of exclusivity about everything. Oh, absolutely. And... There's a rule here which I learned very quickly, which is if there's a queue for something, it's usually pretty good. Something's good. And, but they'll they queue for everything too, mm. and very very patiently and politely yeah. will queue for a really long time. I remember one time we were at Tokyo Disney, and there was a huge queue. Must have been over an hour long. And when we got to the front of the queue, it was black pepper popcorn. Oh. Do you remember? I was like, oh, there's no way I'm queuing for that. I remember being so surprised that that was the thing they were queuing for. Mm, but it kind of makes sense if if it's limited and it's like, well, you have to try it. You have to get it and you have to say that you tried it. There's like a big thing with that, like making sure you take um, a picture and you... Like special tastes, you yeah. know, very particular, exotic or weird tastes. Yeah. The Japanese are all about that. And so they will queue. Mm. For a long old time to get it, I, I like it though. I like that 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 there's some like respect there with food, and yeah. that somebody has took the time to create that food for you, mm. um, whatever it is, you know. Uh, but a lot of the time, it is kind of gimmicky. Usually, you know, it'll be like uh, like we went one place and they had like green gyoza. And the queue uh, yeah. was like up the street and we looked at the ingredients, they're exactly the same, but it just had green dye in it. <laughs> Gyoza are little uh, pork dumplings. Dumplings, they're delicious. They're probably one of my favourite <clears throat> foods actually that we eat in Japan quite often. But yeah, they had a uh, green, green to- uh, type, didn't they? Yeah, the, just the, the dough on the outside was green. But it, the I was, was like, exactly the same. oh, it's going to have like matcha in it or something. It's going to be something unusual. But no, it was it was just green. Yeah. But that kind of thing is super popular here, and they'll be queue. They'll just queue for it. Well, they had uh, was it rainbow churros? That they, they were just churros, but they were. Where was that? I'm trying to remember. I saw them advertised in. I think it was the town near nearby us. They ha- oh, they were advertised. See. A random bang. <laughs> random bang. A monkey just fell fell on the roof. Apparently. It's the clown under the... <laughs> under the floor. <laughs> under the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. You know, um, you were talking about popcorn in Tokyo Disney. They've got some weird ones, haven't they? Other than the black pepper. What else do they have? They have curry. Curry popcorn. And they place them very strategically, by the way. Mm. So the curry one is next to... I can't remember the name of it. There's like an uh, an Asian themed 
area. Yeah, where there's like Aladdin and uh, what are the movies? Um, it's mainly Aladdin because they have the genie theater, magic theater. Yeah, I think it and is. They have the carousel mainly based on Aladdin. Yeah, so they have a curry flavor right there as you walk in. Yeah. And I love that because the smell is so good. I've never tried it, though, but the smell is amazing. And as you walk in, it's just like, oh, that's like, amazing. I'd really like to try it, actually. Mm, I would like to try it, too. the smell, it, it comp- every time it makes me we smell hungry. it, I'm, I'm fooled into believing that it's just curry that yeah, they're selling. Not a popcorn. It's, and, yeah. like, you... But then I want curry. I don't want popcorn. <laughs> like if I smell it, I want curry. Yeah, that's true. Um, they have that one and they have honey, which is right next to Pooh's Honey Hut. Mm. So just really clever placement of the popcorn. Um, they oh, have... I remember another one. What? Garlic shrimp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know where they have that one? By the sea, isn't by it? By the sea, by yeah. the harbour, yeah. With the big boat. You know what? I'd never considered where they position those popcorn stands. Oh, You're I absolutely did. right. Yeah, because smell is such a huge part of Disney. Yeah. You don't realise, but they actually, I've read this a few times, that they pump smell into the air so that it smells good when you walk around, and it really, really does. And they have, definitely, they've placed those there on purpose. Well, so that you it get, smells great everywhere, so that, that absolutely yeah. seems... Yeah, and when you walk down Main Street, it's like a bakery smell. And there are bakeries there, but they don't cook everything there and then, like, fresh. Some yeah. stuff they do, obviously, but um, they want you... I think they just want you to, like, eat. <laughs> to keep eating. <laughs> yeah. But also have a nice experience. Like, where have you ever been in Disney and be like, oh, it smells around here? Never. never. Yeah, exactly. It's the same for cleanliness, though, isn't it, I suppose? You, you never walk around and go, oh, floors are a bit dirty. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's, like, it's a whole experience, including the... The smells. It's just like you walk into a new area and the scenes change and the music changes. Yeah. The characters, all the cast members are wearing different costumes. The smell changes too. That's very true. It's really, really clever. It's funny because uh, the other day we watched something on Netflix. It was a film called Hubie Halloween. Oh, my God. With Adam Sandler. Highly recommended, by the way. It's just a, It's just a funny, goofy, you know... Uh, I wanted to Halloween mention. comedy film. I wanted to mention that too. Oh, did you? Sorry. Yeah. No, go on. Um, yeah, highly recommended anyway. But one of the first things that we noticed was the music, the score that they were using uh, for the, the film really stood out. Yeah. And the reason it stood out was because it sounded so similar to what we used to hear in films in the 90s. Yeah. Um. Like, my favourite film, Mrs Doubtfire, it had this... It's like an orchestral score that's going on in the background. It's very bouncy and happy, and um, this one was definitely inspired by, like, a Danny Elfman type. Yeah. It had sound, that kind it? of, yeah. It had that, like, kooky, creepy uh, Halloween theme to it. Mm. Um, but it was very unusual to hear because it, they just don't seem to do that in films anymore. Yeah, no. one of the things that I always associated with a great film, it was a great score that was going on in the background. Yeah, it is so strange because, I don't know, it just, it really adds, it like fills out the scene, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a music. huge layer to, to films and stuff in particular. You know? Yeah, so I was looking at that film earlier I was just wondering if anyone had said anything about it or anything, but apparently it's doing really, really well. And it's been, like, number one on the, um, like, trending, I think, on Netflix for, like, six days in a row or something, which is, like, the most that they've had. I'd watch it again. So it's, like, hit a record or something. So I didn't know this, but Netflix made a deal with Adam Sandler that he was to make six films. Oh, but then with the success of Uncut Gems and this movie, they've extended it for another four. So he's got ten films under his belt. Yeah. Whew. Because of because of how successful his movies have been on Netflix. Man, he must be rolling in the moonies from Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just adored that film that we watched. It was so, like, feel-good and very funny, like... I haven't watched a film like that in so long where I just feel happy after it. Like, yeah. I'm just happy. I don't have to think about anything. No. Like, the movies now, they're 
they're great and everything, but people talk about them because they have a talking point. They're like, oh my God, did you see this movie? It made me cry or it made me emotional, it made me angry. But you never hear just people just saying, did you see this movie? It's just really chill and made me laugh. Yeah. Like there's nothing it particularly... Was, it was great because it just was. It didn't have like a incredible storyline. It was just like goofy and that was it. Yeah. Like it just... It's fine, you know, but we need those. I need those movies. Especially within the past few years, storylines in films and I guess books too, because that's where a lot of the storylines come from for films now, is um, they're so just dark in nature mm-hmm. and there's very little that's happy about them at all. So to watch something like that that's just got no other agenda than to make you laugh yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's so many goofy scenes in it. Mm. But uh, it was brilliant. I would, I would absolutely watch that again. Me too. I just loved the styling of the movie too. Yeah. Like, and the colour tones in the film. Like, it was just really pleasant on the eyes. It had like a warm kind of orangey glow throughout the whole movie. And um, it was just really pleasant to watch. It was, yeah. The, uh, it was the, very the cast funny, was very good as well. Yeah. There's, I don't know her name, but there was the woman from Modern Family. Oh, yeah. Um, and we couldn't put our finger on who it was, actually, but it was Ray Liotta, who was in Goodfellas and mm. various other films. Um, he just he got all his friends, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> just got all his friends. Gathered them all together. He's such a nice guy, too. Like, everyone that talks about him says how amazing he is and how great he is to work with, and um, it shows... By that, like, if you look at his, he made this movie and there's all his friends from, like... How from, many years ago? Yeah, like, from Big Daddy. That's true. Like, one of, the, the be- one of his best movies, you know. It's a good sign, isn't all it? All the same people from that movie are in this one, so... Did he direct the film? Uh, I think he did, yeah. Like, someone else wrote it and... Because um, it's, it's a I Happy he, Madison film, isn't it? Which is, like, yeah. his... Um, I, I believe that's his. Is that his company? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I want to check that. I don't know. Because the Happy Gilmore is it Happy Gilmore. That's a film. Yeah, that was made by the same people, and he was really young in that. So Happy Madison Productions. Uh, yeah, it's an American film and television production company founded in 1999 by Adam Sandler. Oh wow! So. Um, yeah, um, Hubie Halloween. 250 million the they've given story. him. 250 million. For the four movies. <clears throat> wow. Like the extended deal. That's what it said on Forbes. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of money. So, Jack, we've just been chatting for the first 30 minutes, but do you, do you have anything in particular you want to talk about? I just had something amusing that came up in a conversation the other day. Uh, I was sat eating my lunch and the guy who we usually work with, uh, he turned to me, he was mid-conversation with other other Japanese teachers around the table, but I had zoned out totally. And he turns to me and he goes, Jack, uh, do you know Wanko? <gasps> <laughs> I was like, what? Like My eyes bulged because mm. I just did you know. Totally unprepared. And he went, uh, do you know Wanko Soba? Uh. I was like, Wanko Soba? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and he showed me a video. Wanko Soba is, uh, it's a, a dish that's prepared and it comes from Iwate Prefecture, mm. which is a, a northern prefecture in Japan. And they give you really tiny bowls of soba and you have your own personal server with a bowl, wow. and they keep filling your bowl. So you finish the bowl that you've got, wow. and just as you pull the bowl away from your mouth, they fill it again and again and again and again. What? Um, yeah, it's crazy. I, need, I should probably show you a little like but, clip of it if I can. But when do you say, like, okay, that's enough? So you have to grab a lid from in front of you and put it on top, and that's the signal that you've, you can't eat anymore. But if you don't, they will just keep filling up this bowl. <laughs> so as you can imagine... Uh, At least they don't waste food, but... No, it's true. But wanko actually means 
uh, bowl or oh. a small bowl in Japanese, you know. So, but I like, <laughs> I couldn't believe when he asked me that question. I was like, what do you mm. mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, let me oh, see okay. if I can find a little, a little I, clip I always of it. hate that because I don't like people watching me eat. Well, as I mean, I said to him, is it supposed to be enjoyable? Because it sounds like being force fed. Yeah, I would laugh too. I wouldn't yeah. be able to take it seriously. I would feel like a lot of pressure to finish the food. <laughs> so I, I believe that, how many bowls do you reckon is the most that anyone has eaten? Oh, the most. Well, So they're tiny little bowls like this. But I reckon about the someone size of could eat like 200 of those. It's 550. Wow. <laughs> it's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I did watch a video earlier on, actually. It was a guy from abroad in Japan. Oh, yeah. And he managed uh, 49, I think it was. <gasps> so his friend had set him a challenge and he said, you must eat 100. And if you don't eat 100, you're not. <laughs> he said, you're not a man. <laughs> oh, my God. So his reputation was on the line there. Uh, but yeah, he, he had 49 and then his friend, I think, managed 60 something. Uh, and the girl that was with them, she ate more than the pair of them. I think, what? The really? Was so, she Japanese, the girl that was with them? Yeah. Oh. And then when they got to the end, she was like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun. let's have a look at this. So as you can see, they... Um, Is it supposed to be fun then? It's supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. Because it looks a bit fun. It's like become they were laughing and a... Stuff. It's become a gimmick. You turn, turn the volume off there. Yeah. That's exactly what I was on about, though. Like, this kind of thing is is super popular. Like, we would see it and be like, well, what, what's the point in that? Yeah. But it's like they just love the gimmicky type things, too, you know. And this kind of thing falls into that category. Absolutely. So it has no, like, traditional meaning or or do you not know? There's a couple of uh, origin stories of it. It was... One of them is that a lord came to an inn in presumably Iwate and enjoyed the soba noodle that they were serving there so much that he just kept asking for more and more and more and more. Uh. And so in order to be able to accommodate um, the Lord's requests, he gave him very small bowls of soba noodles uh, because he didn't have enough to feed like the whole party that had come in. And so this gradually transformed into a bit of a, a challenge. And as you can see, the speed that she's like lobbing these noodles into the bowl just after he's finished, it's pretty wow. rapid. But why? I thought she would have like a huge bowl of soba and then she would like soba noodles and then she would take some out and drop them in the, in the bowl. But she's got a Loads bowl the same size as his bowl and she's pouring the noodles from that bowl into their bowl, that doesn't really make much sense. I think it's for speed. You know, she can just lob her noodles into the bowl. They fall out quickly because it's, you know, it's like a thin liquid that they're but in. But they've got to wash all those bowls up. Well, and you can see how many are stacked <laughs> like, in front of these like guys. There's like hundreds of bowls in front of them and they have to... <laughs> and then she's got to wash all those. I've got to say, though, I am intrigued. Would you I do have... that? I would not do that. I'd try it. Yeah, I think so. I don't like... I don't like feeling like someone's watching me eat or, like, forcing me to eat. I just don't like... Well, the servers in this, they are right next to you, as you can see. Yeah, I would for not you to like that. Empty your bowl. And also, the way they slurp noodles in Japan, I can't get used to that. I can't do it. I've never been able to do it. I've tried, but I just choke. So fast. I try and... So they... Uh, they, they If they're eating ramen, for example, they'll slurp the noodle and it cools it down doesn't it as it passes yeah, into so your mouth the air, the air cools the noodle down as it comes to, into your mouth and also it's it's obviously quicker um, but apparently it's it's kind of polite too it's like a display that you're enjoying, enjoying the food it, isn't it? yeah because you're eating it fast yeah every time I try and do it though I, I, I almost choke I, I yeah I don't know inhale the noodle I'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really don't know how they do it. Nor me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought that um, I <clears> thought that uh, Wanko Soba was interesting. Uh, have you 
had any interesting finds in your week? Yeah. <laughs> in my week, I think I told you everything funny that happened to me in my week. Right. Like when we were trying to, we were going through the alphabet with the grade threes and we got to V. So we were trying to make the sound like V, V, V. And my teacher was like, oh, it's like when your phone vibrates. So then he went, so repeat after me, vibrator. (laughs) (laughs) And all the kids were like, vibrator. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Did you say anything? No, of course not. I just looked at him a bit like. God. I was like, you don't Google vibrator. (laughs) Because you'll just see what he told the kids to say. Vibrator. Yeah, but I told you that earlier because I just, it just, I forgot and it made me laugh. It was f- just as funny the second time. Well, good. <laughs> I was so shocked. Yeah, I'm not like, surprised. He didn't like pre-war me. But we were, um, we were making letters with the shape, letters, the shapes with our bodies too, which was quite fun. Right. Um, but some of the shapes they came up with, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Like um, Q, how do you do Q? Mm. Like a capital Q. Right. Well, yes, making, they were making the shapes of their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny to try and like get them to understand the similarities between some of the shapes. Yeah. And um, yeah, but it was funny. So that was all really, but as I'm not feeling too great and I'm a bit miserable today... <laughs> I thought I would find some Halloween jokes. Go on. You know, I love Halloween. Yeah. And uh, will this be up by Halloween? Still still not Halloween. Uh, yeah. Still not quite Halloween, no. So I can, tell, I can tell these jokes then. You can. So I'll put in like Halloween jokes. Sorry, I sound so bad. I put in Halloween jokes. <laughs> I'll put in Halloween jokes and they were rubbish. They were absolutely rubbish. I can imagine. So I put in Halloween jokes for adults. Oh. And um, I mean, they're just as bad. Really? They're absolutely terrible. Poor quality. I'll read you some. Okay, some of the worst jokes are often the best ones. But to say I didn't laugh is an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. What do you call two witches living together? Uh, I don't know. Broommates. Broom. Oh, God, that's awful. I know, you don't even want to laugh. It's just terrible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Vampires sleep all day, fly wherever they want for free, can't see themselves in in a mirror. Where do I sign up? That's the joke. Someone wrote that. (laughs) Do you reckon they were paid? What words of wisdom do mum give their kids on Halloween night? You think this will be a funny one, right? Mm. Remember kids, I like Snickers, M&M's and peanut butter cups. I mean, that just sounds like a story rather than a, <laughs> than a joke. This one made me laugh. What did the old lady say to death? Um, I'd, screw you, I don't know. Nice hoodie. Nice hoodie. <laughs> Jack's face right now He's so disappointed I've genuinely I've heard better jokes From Christmas crackers What did the witch say To her new husband Take a good look It's the only time You'll see me Holding a broom <laughs> That was quite good But it's not true Because she's a witch So she's always Going to have a broom In her hand Maybe it should have Been your broom I don't get this one. Why do why don't oh why don't I thought you said why do okay why don't vampires strike at the old um, at the retirement home strike yeah like why don't they go and suck blood from old people oh um I don't know cool because everyone's on blood thinners <sighs> that's so bad that's so bad this one. It's is okay, this one's okay. What did the ghost say to the psychiatrist? Go on. I used to be somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that one is passable, but, you know, 
on on the grading system it's got it's a it's a clear d e maybe any more why did the ghost cross the road to get to the other's side i don't get that huh i don't get it That awkward moment when a zombie is looking for brains and walks right past you. <laughs> <laughs> that one's all right. If one door opens when another one closes, your house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> These are terrible. Hope you're laughing if you listen to this. This is comedy gold. My grandma always makes a big effort for Halloween. Cobwebs on the ceiling, dead insects in the windows, a skeleton on the couch. Pity she wasn't home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Man. Some of these are painful. They're actually painful. Oh, five signs you're too old for trick-or-treating. Number one, people say, great mask, and you're not wearing one. Thank you. (laughs) Number two, when the door opens and you yell, trick or... And you can't remember the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, by the end of the night, you have a bag full of restraining orders. Okay. That's dark. That's dark. Number four, when you have to ask for soft candy only because of your dentures. (laughs) Number five, when they ask if you want trick or treat and you say wine. Oh, that one's terrible. I hate wine jokes. It's just not funny, is it? Oh, these are terrible. It's like a child made them up. I think a child will do a better job. It's crazy out there. I've just killed 25 zombies so far, but why the hell are they carrying candy? Like, you've just gone and killed 25 children, you weirdo. <laughs> what, how is that a joke? <laughs> oh, Halloween clearly brings oh. out the worst in people's 31 Halloween jokes for adults that are family-friendly too. That's not the point of an adult joke. An no. adult joke is it? It is the total opposite. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry, Jack. That was my idea and it just flopped. You've subjected me. I'm even me more miserable now than to I was before. <laughs> the depths of comedy <laughs> at Halloween. But it's fine. You're forgiven. You didn't write the jokes. If you had have written the jokes... There would be uh, there'd be no end to my ridicule. Let's just say that. So <laughs> I threw a boomerang at a ghost the other day. I knew it would come back and haunt me. <laughs> a young boy knocked on my door on my Halloween door last night and said, "Trick or treat." I looked at him and asked, "What have you come as?" He said, "A werewolf." I said, "But you're not wearing a costume. You've just got your normal clothes on." He said, "Yeah, well, it's not full moon yet, is it?" Jack's looking at me. I feel like we have to terminate these jokes right now. Terrible. Jack's looking at me like he absolutely hates me. (laughs) That's so bad. This one's funny. Okay. Me and my girlfriend were going to a Halloween party last year, and my girlfriend came down the stairs wearing nothing but boots. I asked her, What are you supposed to be? She said, Puss in boots. So I went to the kitchen and put a potato on my penis. When I came back out, she said to me, What are you supposed to be? I said, if you can be puss in boots, then I can be a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I made him laugh. Oh, that's good. Can we end on that one? That's a good one. So, as I'm not very well, Jack, are there any remedies, old wife tales that you can think of or anything that worked for you or that you know of? To make me better? Yeah. Is there anything you swear by? Yeah, actually. Uh, So I remember my old granddad. (laughs) His remedy was a hot toddy. When he was ill? Just often. (laughs) Just all the time. (laughs) To warm the old cockles of the heart. But no, I think when he was ill too, Mm. he he would drink uh, warm whiskey hot whiskey and it would hot whiskey I thought it went in coffee or something no no I thought that's what a hot toddy was like in tea or coffee why do you look so sad about that because I was just 
<laughs> how do how do I know that and you don't? No, no, you're right. It went into hot tea, and uh, he would just swear by it. He would say that it would, you know, it'd perk him up. It'd take away his he had a cold or anything like that. It's actually true. It says a hot toddy, also known as hot whiskey in Ireland, hmm. is typically typically a mixed drink made of liquor and water with honey, herbs and spices and served hot. So it's not actually with tea. Right. Maybe that's just what your granddad that did. That was just his form of it, yeah. Um, well, it says, it, says it, it varies. The recipes vary. And traditionally drunk before retiring for the night in wet or cold weather to relieve the symptoms of cold and flu. Yeah, he would drink it before bed. Can you make me one then, tonight? Uh, I can do. I don't know We've if got lemon. We've got a lemon drink. We do. I don't know if you'll enjoy it sitting on your stomach, though. It's kind of a, you know... Isn't that the point? I think it's more to no, do with it's your like throat. it's like warming. I think it, like, burns away. The... Have you not heard my throat? Don't yes. you think I need a hot toddy, Jack? <laughs> you might Help be in there. Anyway, that's my recommendation for a healing beverage. That's good. I like it. Mm. Oh, garlic's supposed to be quite good for your immune system. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I used to have like a spoon of sugar. No, sugar and a spoon of salt and mix it into hot water and drink that. That like rebalance your uh, oh, losing my voice now. Yeah, like if you felt a bit sick or something. Rebalance maybe. your electrolytes or whatever it's called. Yeah, oh. there's a drink here that is incredible. That's really effective, especially for the hot weather. Very effective. Yeah, it's like um, I don't know what would you say, like a rehydration drink, kind of like a Powerade, but it's not blue. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a it's a salt type drink, isn't it? Or some uh, it like replenishes your. Iodine yeah, levels or but if you—it's so weird. If you drink it normally, like try a little sip of it, it tastes disgusting. Very like, salty. Really salty, but kind of like the taste isn't even that nice. No. It doesn't have like a a nice taste to it. But if you're dehydrated or you know you're super hot, it's a super hot day, and you want something to like, you know, you're really thirsty, and you drink this, it tastes really nice. Like sweet and refreshing. Refreshing, yeah. It's and that's a so clear sign strange. that you are in need of it, isn't it? Yeah, and my friend told me that her Japanese teacher told her <laughs> came down the grapevine, <laughs> told her that um you you'll if you drink this, like how do I explain this? Um, like you'll know when you need it. Because she was like, How do I know when to drink it? And she was like, you'll know because of the way it tastes, which is so true. Well, it was because I remember we went out this summer mm-hmm. and it was a really just awful, hot, humid day. Yeah. And really I think sunny. you in particular were suffering a lot from that sort of, you know, temperature. Yeah. And you tried some of it and you were like, this is great. I literally downed it. Yeah. But when I tried it, before, when my friend was like, try some of this, I was yeah. like, ooh, it's horrible. Absolutely. They have a lot of stuff in Japan, don't they, with, um, in the convenience stores. Mm. Little glass bottles, and they've all got a roll, whether it's to stop you feeling sick, stop you getting a hangover, some sort of vitamin boost, yeah. uh, things for tiredness. Mm-hmm. They have this one that if you drink it before you drink alcohol, you won't get a hangover the next morning. I've never tried one. No, me neither. It's like a small, it's like got ginger in it. Yeah. I think it's orange. Is it like line your stomach or something with a... I guess so, but maybe it has like really hydrating something in it. Yeah. So that you don't get dehydrated. I know some, uh, some people around here, they swear by them. They always have them. Yeah. One of our friends in particular, he always, he downs one of these uh, gold... Coloured bottles mm. before he drinks. Before he drinks, yeah. He's but... fine. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I've never had, I've never tried them, but I it's remember. T- it's thinking, like a ginger taste, isn't it? Because mm, the sake is so strong, and if you ever go to like a group gathering, you know, with food and drink, 
you'll notice that if your glass is ever empty, somebody will fill it up mm. and you just end up drinking so much. And, um, you know, I always wondered how they can stomach that much alcohol. Maybe, like, this is the secret. <laughs> <laughs> They've all had a shot of that before, haven't yeah. they? There must be something because, uh, yeah, that's pretty rough on you mm. the following day otherwise. Yeah, and sake is so easy to drink. So I said sake, sake. It's so easy to drink. It really is. It's uh, It doesn't have a strong taste. It's very smooth. Yeah, it's smooth. It's, so it's like doing a, like a vodka shot or something, but it's just... Without the spike of... Yeah, it vodka tastes more like a... wine, I think. Well, well that's it is, what it is. It's, it's made a, from rice, it's a rice wine. A rice wine, but it's very strong. So... You don't even realise how drunk you get I have a lot of things like that here, mm. like strong zero. Don't go near it. Oh, yeah. Don't go near it. It's like drinking punch, like fruit drink, a fruit fizzy drink. Well, it's about 9% the alcohol level, isn't it? So when you're drinking something that tastes like lemonade and then it's 9% and the cans that they're selling in, they're, they're pretty... They're so cheap too. Pretty big cans on there, really. cans, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, was it like 500 mil canned or something? Yeah. You can get a big, big one or a small yeah, but yeah, they. But they uh, they knock you about. They do. Ironically, <laughs> because of the way the Japanese drink at drinking parties, I've drunk even less. I know. Yeah. You know, Somehow. It's knocked. Know, uh, we've got away with it. Just being like, no, thank you, <laughs> no yeah. more, thank you. I'm on, I'm on a diet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a big part of the culture, isn't it? Yeah, I might try one of those gold bottle ones just to see what the taste is like. Not drink anything after. Yeah, just, just for pure curiosity. <laughs> they do taste quite nice usually. Like They've if got I feel one, a bit like which is a vitamin D one that's quite nice. Yeah, if I've got a headache, or especially in the sun or in the winter when you know I feel a bit. Yeah, I have one of those. I'll grab one in the shop, and it always perks me up a little bit. Yeah, I think they they're generally quite effective. I might just pick one up. Every other day, like a random one, see what it does. <laughs> I'm taking a potion. Yeah. What's today's concoction? <laughs> they are quite cute because they're small little bottles. Yeah. So it does feel like you're taking a bit of potion or something. Yeah, some of them, they're really expensive. Yeah. Generally, they're about 100, let's say 30, 60. 50 yen, something like that, mm. which is a, just over a, a pound. Um, and I saw one the other day, it was about, it was about 500 yen, mm. you know. £3.50, it's a lot for a little swig of a drink, but I don't yeah. know, maybe it's some it's like gold dust in the bottle. So isn't one of the brands actually called gold? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's got an X on it as well. Maybe that's just the that specific type that has an X on it. Yeah, there is gold something there. But there's so many of them. You walk into a 7-Eleven mm. anywhere in Japan and uh, they have a big rack of them. Yeah. So... If you visit Japan sometime, you know you're about to have a hectic night. <laughs> yeah. Down, I think it's called Chikara, which is the, that means ginger. Oh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Chikara means power. Mm. So it's some kind of like. It gives you strength. Yeah, rejuvenation. Mm. It looks like little medicine bottles, don't they? Yeah. But they're not. You no. probably can't take more than one, though. I wouldn't. Well, I don't think there's any. There's no paracetamol or anything in it. There's probably some kind of side effects from having too much of that kind of stuff, though. Mm. Uh, but as ginger, for example, I mean, I, I I really don't like ginger. Yeah. The taste of it is just too... I don't like spice, spicy tastes. Yeah. It's not my thing. Really? Mm. I thought you like spicy food. No, like... No, no, I don't mean... Sorry. I don't mean, like, curry spice. I mean, you know, mean the... Like tangy. Uh, what's it called? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah. Cinnamon. Um nutmeg that kind of spice mm. i'm i'm not a fan yeah of in food so i don't think i like the uh the drink one joe your eyes are getting sleepy yeah i think, I think it's I need time to, go to bed i think it's time to end today's 13th podcast <laughs> it's been a good one it has been a good one thank I'm you sorry for, that i'm not very well i hope that i'm better next week i was gonna say thank you for holding up your voice you were uh, you powered through I'm sorry if I sound miserable. I promise I'm perfectly happy and fine. I don't think you sound miserable. No? 
No, not at all. It's difficult, you know, when, you, when you're the one with the cold, mm. you don't know if you actually sound like you have a cold. It's until you speak to somebody and they go, oh, God, you sound awful. <laughs> What's wrong with What's you? What's wrong with you? And you're like, do I? Oh, I guess I've got a cold, but... <laughs> no, you, you sound great, don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, just to say thanks for tuning into our weird life. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate all the support. We really do. We really do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find us... If you want to join the community, by the way, the OWL community. That's what we've called it now, have we? Yeah. I like it. That's the designated... Hoot hoot. Hoot hoot. Uh, if you want to join that community, you can find us on Twitter, at Our Weird Life Pod, and Facebook. 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 <laughs> Facebook. I think you need to go to bed. It's only half past seven. I know. Go on. Facebook. <laughs> our Weird Life Podcast. <laughs> Uh, you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the like. With that, let's call it an evening. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.